The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio with your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. Welcome back, Rams fans, to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Audible. And with over 480,000 titles to choose from, you can get a free download right now as well as a free month of Audible. All you need to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash Showcase. Pretty simple. And guys, I don't know if if you guys can feel this right now. But the Los Angeles Rams are in the Super Bowl. And I'm losing my mind over here. And I, I just I just can't believe it. I've been covering the years uh, the, the Rams for a few years now. And you know, it, it for a few years it was it was writing for a few years it's been here at Ram Showcase coming up on my third year anniversary doing Ram Showcase. And this is one of the most exciting episodes. These next two are going to be some of the most exciting episodes that I've ever been able to bring to you guys uh, because the Rams are in the Super Bowl. So we'll get two, obviously, like, like kind of like preview shows. Uh, next week is when we're really going to dive into the matchup, though. I'm not going to go too nuts on this one. Next week is when we'll do that, uh, and and we'll have some good stuff for you guys. I've already begun my my notes on that, and it's going to be really fun. I'm also going to be guesting on, I think, about five different shows uh, that I've been invited on. Uh, I'll share those with you guys on uh, the Ram Showcase social media pages as well so that we can, you know, kind of you guys can hear me all over the place, apparently. If you guys, uh, if Ram Showcase once a week isn't enough for you guys, you guys are going to hear me in some other places. But the Rams, the Rams are in the Super Bowl. And I don't know about you guys, I lost my mind uh, when that kick went through. I, uh, I I threw out just about all sense and I just started going a little bit crazy. If you guys want to watch my reaction, uh, I have posted it. I have posted uh, a short version on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel. Just search Ram Showcase on YouTube. You can find it there. Uh, right now, it is my most recent video that I've posted. I've also shared it on the Ram Showcase Facebook page. But if you guys want the full version where we're celebrating uh, multiple things, like the the kick at the end of regulation as well as the kick in in the in overtime, uh, then I shared that on the Sheriff Joe Bags Facebook page, and that's the only place that that's at right now. I will probably, I might go ahead and post that on the Ram Showcase YouTube, but right now that's where it's at, and it's it's super exciting. And then I did like a a super, it's super corny, and I'm willing to admit that it's it's really corny, uh, but it's like a video montage of all the pictures that me and my my squad out here have taken over the course of the season, and it was just a lot of fun. We had a great time all year. And uh, now we get to watch this game, uh, which is going to be, oh man, I, I cannot wait for this game. Uh, if you would have told me, you know, that the Rams be playing in the Super Bowl, I may not have been that surprised if you told me earlier this year or uh, in the preseason or something. But if you would have told me this two years ago, three years ago, I would, I maybe not would, maybe wouldn't have believed you. But it's it's happening. It's here. So. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple of things about this game, about the the Rams and Saints game, and I I, I battled with this because I really I didn't want to go into this, I didn't want to have to have this discussion, uh, but I think it's necessary. I I think I kind of have to do it as as a person who covers the Rams. I think I have to have this conversation, and uh, I'll see if you guys agree with me. If you guys don't agree with me, that's fine. That's totally okay. That's uh, the beauty of this world right now is we're we're allowed to have opinions, and it's okay if yours is not the same as mine. So, you guys, I feel like you guys know what I'm getting at here. Uh, I'm talking about the the pass interference that should have that should have been called, absolutely, but it wasn't. And uh, I guess I guess I'll I have some notes for you guys that I'll that I'll get into here. So, was the, was it defensive pass interference? Uh, 
first of all. Yes. 100% yes, that was defensive pass interference. Nikhil Roby Coleman didn't look for the ball. It wasn't uncatchable. Uh, he got there before the ball arrived. Uh, there, there's no doubt in my mind that was pass interference. If uh, <laughs> I, I actually, in the video, I, I edited it out just because it wasn't a celebratory piece, but in my videos, I do have a reaction of me, and I, as that play happened, I, I thought there was no way that that wasn't going to be called a defensive pass interference. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it. But, uh, some of my notes here, I have, a uh, I've listened here. Why do I not care? Why do I not care that this is all going on? Okay. That this is a no call and, and Saints fans are saying we don't deserve to be there. Some other fans as well. Uh, actually, I think for me personally, some of the most aggressive fans and comments, uh, have been made by non-Steeler or, uh, non-Saints fans. I say Steelers fans because actually a couple of them are Steelers fans that I've been hearing from a lot about this. And uh, so here, here's my comments about this, all right? So uh, the Rams initially, we're talking last week, started a petition to get Bill Vinovich off of the game. Ultimately, that was obviously unsuccessful like many of these petitions are. Uh, I didn't sign it because uh, that's just how these petitions are. They're They're... It raises some awareness, which can be a good thing, but ultimately, these petitions don't do anything. Uh, but when they did try uh, this this petition, uh, Saints fans openly mocked the Rams for their petition for for their petition to get Vinovich off of the game. Uh, but the reason that the Rams wanted Vinovich off of the game is because historically, he just doesn't do a good job. That's something that the Rams have experienced and multiple other teams have experienced. Uh, Vinovich is, is one of the most criticized refs in, in the NFL. You know, he's got some terrible calls, just like, you know, Ed Hockley has in the past. And Vinovich right now is probably one of the worst uh, as far as getting heat from fans for doing a bad job. And Rams fans didn't want him there in the first place. Rams fans were the ones trying to get him off of the game and Saints fans laughed at Rams fans for trying to get Vinovich off of this game. And this is what happens in games that Vinovich refs. Calls calls happen, and no calls happen. And we knew that going in, and we didn't even want him. Uh, the Saints got away with a lot of penalties and get, didn't get called for anything until the second half. I rewatched the game yesterday, uh, which was Tuesday. I sat in my room and I, I, I watched and I, I focused and I took notes and I watched four things. Like four things specifically, not just four different things. So what I watched for was uncalled penalties. And to my surprise, there was a lot. And this, this no call on the, the pass interference was not the first of the no calls in this game. Both teams got away with quite a lot. I counted nine uncalled holdings, 12 uncalled defensive pass interference, and multiple, I didn't, I didn't get the number, multiple defensive holdings on both teams. This is not just a Rams thing. This is not just a Saints thing. They were letting them play. And if they wouldn't have done that, if they would have been calling everything, then each team would have had well over 100 yards worth of penalties and definitely over 10 apiece, 100%. So did this uh, penalty uh, totally affect the game in itself? No, not by itself. Situationally, yes, obviously it did, but no, not by itself. Let's see here. If you listen to... Okay, this is a good one. If you listen to my show regularly, like a lot of you do, but I know there's always first-time listeners every single week, you know how I feel about blaming the refs for interfering with the game outcome. This has happened to the Rams before, uh, and I've I've covered it here. If you don't want the refs to be able to decide the game, do not put yourself in a position where they can lead by two possessions. That's my advice. Lead by two possessions. If you don't want the refs to be able to interfere with the outcome of your game, don't let them score more points as far as the Saints score touchdowns in the first quarter instead of field goals. Capitalize on an interception where you started deep in Rams territory in the first quarter and then went three and out kicked a field goal. If you don't want the refs to be able to decide the game later, capitalize early. It's one of my big things. 
Uh, Saints got the ball in overtime and failed to do anything with that. Had the Saints won in overtime, this conversation would have would not have even been happening. You got to get mad when these things happen, not when the game continues and your your team fails to capitalize. All right, so uh, the Saints also in this situation, when this penalty happened, I thought rather quickly they pulled their kicking team onto the field and kicked the field goal. I think if they were really adamant about this call ruining their chances at winning the game, I feel like they would have delayed it a little bit. That's just my opinion. The Saints were outscored 26-10 to in the final three quarters and overtime. That call did not determine the fact that the Saints had trouble moving the ball after they jumped out 13-0. to the, the Saints obviously had a, a lead early, 13 nothing. they were up, and then got outscored 26-10. to But we're talking about one penalty. Calling that penalty does not guarantee that the Saints would have won the game. We have all seen crazier things happen. We cannot say for certain that Lutz would have made that kick or that it would, have, would not have been blocked in return for a touchdown. If the NFL has shown us anything in recent years, it's that nothing is automatic. Breeze could have fumbled the next snap. Camara could have had a difficult time with the handoff, and Donald arrives at the same time in the, in the backfield and knocks it free. The kick could have just straight up been missed, sending the game into overtime anyway, where we may or may not have had the same outcome. As fans, we didn't make this call. We did not have the power to call the penalty. The Rams fans did not do this. The Rams did not do this. Nikhil Roby Coleman openly admitted that he expected to turn around and see a flag, but did not, so he celebrated. Is he supposed to walk up to the ref and say, that was a penalty, I was there early, throw the flag? Would any NFL player do that? So no one no one is denying that Nikhil Roby Coleman arrived early. It is unfortunate for the Saints and their fans, but these things happen. Sometimes at extremely inopportune times, but if you listen to me regularly, I have always been at about adamant about not blaming the refs. If this had happened to the Rams, I'd be sitting here telling you that the Rams should have made more plays early so that it didn't come down to that. That the Rams shouldn't have been outscored 20-7 to between the start of the second quarter and the rest of the game. Or until the penalty was called. That the Rams should not have thrown the football two times after making it into the red zone with perfect position to take the lead and force opponents to cash out their timeouts. That Those are my comments on this. That is it. I've kind of been preparing for this. I know I had to have this conversation as little as I wanted to talk about the refs uh, in this game. That's, 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 it had to be done. There's a, This is a, a big conversation right now. But the fact is... And you can hate this, you can love this. The Rams are going to the Super Bowl, the Saints are not. Okay, that's that's the simple fact. These are storylines that the, that we should be focusing on instead of this one penalty, I believe. Uh, the Rams' defense adjusted, and after a sec- into the second quarter and on, this Rams' defense played phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the Rams' offense overcame. So much, so much. This the Saints defense, who's not terrible, actually, in the final four teams, had the highest rated defense of all the four. And that crowd noise was unreal. I've watched a lot of football games. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen any crowd noise reach those levels of interference with an offense. That was impressive. I hand it to Saints fans. That was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. It was actually kind of cool to watch. It was like I wanted them to just be quiet so that that we could get our play calls in and we could actually, you know, do our audibles and stuff. But God, I, I have respect for that. That was absolutely amazing. And the Rams were able to overcome that and still move the ball, still get some audibles in, and still score points. Another takeaway uh, storyline that we should be talking about is Greg Zuerlein. Holy moly. This dude is clutch. Super clutch. The moment didn't get to him. That crowd noise didn't get to him. Having a 57-yard field goal, the longest field goal in Rams postseason history, the longest field goal ever to win a game in, in, in the postseason, 
That's he nailed it. It was absolutely amazing. Greg Zerline for president. That was absolutely incredible. Greg Zerline is not. Uh, he is on our end. He's getting the conversation on our end. But if you watch NFL Network, you know what they're talking about. They're talking about Jared Goff. Rightfully so. But you know, Greg Zerline, he has done. He has done his job, and he is doing absolutely incredible. Uh, the Rams are giving up an average of 299 yards on defense in the postseason. If we take that number and compare it to the regular season numbers, that would have been ranked third in the NFL this year. And right now, the Rams are second in defense in the postseason, and that is only second to the Ravens, who obviously did not give up 299 yards in their lone loss uh, in the postseason. The Rams' defense in the postseason is third in yards per play, third in points per game. Uh, that points or the yards per game is a 59.6 yards per game improvement from the regular season. So, uh, and the Rams have played some pretty solid offenses, the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. So the Rams defense really stepping up, uh, especially in the postseason. Uh, for the offense, the Rams are second in yards per game. And this is all postseason numbers. Uh, first is the Patriots tied for second in yards per play. First is the Patriots and second in first downs per game. First is the Patriots and second in time of possession. First is the Patriots. What does this tell me? The two best teams in the playoffs are playing for the Lombardi Trophy, the Los Angeles Rams and New England Patriots. Now, we know the Patriots' performances in the postseason. They do, they do a great job in the postseason. It seems like no matter, no matter what the storylines are going into the postseason, it seems like whatever that those are, it doesn't matter. You can basically just throw those out and the Patriots are a different team in the playoffs. It's like they play for the playoffs. They save stuff for the playoffs, you know? That's just how they've always been. Uh, and one of the reasons that this is their ninth Super Bowl, you know, since, since the last time the Rams have been. So, you know, pretty impressive, honestly. The Patriots, uh, I don't think, I'm not going to try to take away anything this, in these next two weeks, uh, from the Patriots and what they've been able to accomplish. I think it's absolutely amazing. I think they're kind of like the Goliath and the Rams who are this young, fresh, newly good team. I think they're, they're definitely the David in this situation and are going to have to try to unseat the, the New England Patriots. But I think we, I think we would all would like to see this Patriots dynasty die the same exact way that it started in a Super Bowl against the Rams. I think that would just clear up everything. But of course, we won't be able to even see that happen uh, until we would have to wait till next year. Cause even if, if the Rams are able to pull out the win over the Patriots, then then the storyline would be, well, they're still a good team and all this stuff. So we would have to see. We'd have to wait and see. So unfortunately, we won't be able to just like get the death of this, this dynasty. Unless we absolutely like just obliterate them and it's like 42 to 6. And then, then we might be able to have that conversation. Now uh, let's go into some news and notes for you guys. I have uh, sad news for you guys. Terrible news uh, that I know is going to break up most of you guys. Uh, so try to hold in your tears. But uh, there will be no Rams in the Pro Bowl. And uh, I know you guys are super sad about it. And, uh, you know, so am I. I know that the Pro Bowl is is what we live for. But uh, unfortunately, we won't be able to uh, see any horns on the helmets uh, in, in that game. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky will sub for Jared Goff. Alvin Kamara will sub for Todd Gurley. Kawan Short will sub for Aaron Donald. And Michael Thomas of the New York Giants will sub for Corey Littleton for the special teamer. Uh, in this game also, in this uh, Super Bowl, we have John Perry who will be the ref uh, for this game. Uh, this is going to be his third Super Bowl appearance. And uh, the rest of the names here, the umpire Fred Bryan, this is his first. Down Judge Edgar Camp, first Super Bowl as well. Line Judge Jeff Bergman, this is his second Super Bowl. Field Judge Steve Zimmer, this is his second. Side Judge will be Eugene Hall, this is his first. And the back judge, Terrence Miles, appearing in his second Super Bowl. We'll go into a, more, uh, a little bit more of the ref stats next week, but uh, right now I've got uh, John Perry was the ref for the Cowboys at Rams divisional round playoff game. The Rams are 7-0 all-time uh, with John Perry as a ref and 14-4 all-time in any capacity with John Perry. The Patriots 8-4 with John Perry as a ref, 13-5 all-time. So definitely more games for the Patriots uh, for John Perry. Uh, but obviously, seven and zero for Perry with the Rams. I think that's that's a interesting interesting number for sure for sure. Uh, the Rams played the Patriots in 2016. Fifteen new starters on the offensive and defensive sides in that game. 
uh, 16 new position starters if you count the fact that LaMarcus Joyner was the Rams' nickel cornerback in 2016. The last uh, Rams Super Bowl was obviously against the Patriots. Will have been 6,209 days ago, 17 years to the day that this game will be played. There is no Rams players or coaches on this current team that were around in that game. Uh, the Rams also, uh, side, side note here, we're gonna, we're gonna branch out. My notes are kind of all over the place. I'm just gonna let you guys know that. Uh, so, uh, this is talking about next year. So the Rams will host the Cincinnati Bengals in London next season. That is, uh, not set as far as the date goes. Uh, but the Rams will be hosting the Bengals in London. And this is the final year, it would appear, that the Rams would be in a international series game because the deal with the Coliseum to play in the international series and give up a home game, part of the deal to play at the Coliseum. There was a lot of speculation that the Rams would get the Mexico game because of what happened this year. I'm not sure exactly what happened uh, with that, but obviously we are not getting that. That will be Chargers and Chiefs in Mexico. So the Chiefs actually get to play in Mexico this year. Well, at least that's the plan, right? Now, the Rams are definitely wearing their throwback uniforms for the Super Bowl. Uh, this has been announced. This was expected. The The throwback-style uniforms are the primary uniforms for the Rams this year. Uh, there's just not an away version, so they couldn't wear those on the road. Uh, but uh, the field's already been paint- painted. Rams end zone is done. It's blue and yellow, and it looks mighty nice, I might as well say. Uh, Jared Goff is the youngest quarterback to win a ch- conference championship uh, and becomes the first number one overall pick to reach a Super Bowl within his first three seasons. I found that as an interesting stat, but it also kind of really makes sense. The more I thought about it, it makes sense. If you're the first overall pick, chances are you're going to a team that's not very good. So to be able to reach a Super Bowl within your first three years is probably a pretty difficult task for most teams. I, I think that the Rams were a little bit of a different, you know, kind of situation just because... They were so bad for so long, and then, of course, they didn't even earn that number one pick. They traded up to it, and then, obviously, Sean McVay comes in and is just a prodigy, basically, an adult prodigy, because it's hard to call like a 32-year-old man a prodigy, but, you know, it's all good. Uh, Greg Zuerlein, I've uh, just, uh, I just wanted to re-mention that uh, this dude's super clutch. Whatever you call him, Young Jeezy, that's my favorite, Greg the Leg, Legatron, Whatever you happen to call him, this man is clutch. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of, I just, I would love to see him in a situation where the game could be on his foot in the Super Bowl. I'd be totally okay with that. I'd be, I'd be pretty confident in that 57 yarder to win it. Uh, Greg is seven of eight and field, seven for eight in his field goals in his postseason career. This is his first postseason. He was hurt last year. Uh, was the only miss coming on a 63 yard attempt that was to close out the first half against the Cowboys. And it had the distance, and it just seemed to go a couple yards uh, to the right. Uh, so uh, it seems like Greg, Greg uh, Zuerlein, he, he seems to miss randomly what should be like an easy kick. But I think that his distance kicks are, I, I, they might be more accurate, which is really weird. Uh, but I don't think there's any denying that this guy is extremely talented. Uh, throwback to 2012, week 13, Greg Zuerlein rams in throwback uniforms. Kicked a 53-yarder to send it to overtime against the 49ers, and then 54-yarder to win it in overtime. That was a pretty cool series there uh, between the Rams and the 49ers. Of course, they tied just a couple weeks before and then got to play again and almost tied again. I think Zuerlein kicked that field goal with about 19 seconds left in overtime. If he would have missed it, the game probably would have tied again. So it took the Rams almost an entire 10 quarters to beat the uh, to beat the 49ers once that year. The 49ers did go on to uh, to the Super Bowl that year against the uh, Ravens. I do have a pretty special treat for you guys. Uh, we're gonna play you a a new song that we haven't have we haven't had on the show yet. Um, but first, I want to let you guys know there will be a a season award show for for the Rams here on Rams Showcase. There will be that award show done. Uh, also, we, we will be doing the episode after after the Rams season is over, which will undoubtedly be, uh, obviously, after the Super Bowl finishes. Uh, then, you know, we'll get we'll get that done with uh, with a whole prediction episode of who I think the Rams will keep, who I think is gone. I'm not going to do free agent predictions or anything like that, uh, but who we have now, who is going to stay and who is going to go. But first, 
before we go into our break and uh, head to our fan casos on the other half, we got a very special song for you guys. This song is absolutely awesome. It came out last year. I'm hearing it for the first time this year, and I just had to share it with you guys. Uh, so this is Ram's House by Mike Nice. Oh, Rams. L.A. Rams, what's good? You ready? Let's yeah. go. It's Mike Let's Nice. Let's go. Uh, come on. This is the Rams House. Whose house? Rams House. Whose house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Whose team? My dream. My team. Rams House. Whose house? Rams House. Whose house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Whose team? My dream. My team. I'm the first one in the gym. Last one out the gym. Welcome to the team, Sammy Watkins. We expect to win. We got Robert Quinn and Jared Goff in the pocket throwing bombs again. Whose house? Rams house. Todd Gurley, spin move, touchdown. We up early, game time, we shut down. Two minute warning, warn them. Countdown, this is our house. Attack the running back, work the defense down, get the quarterback. Ain't no sacking with worse in action. I love the city of LA, what's happening? Rams house. Who's house? Rams house. Who's house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Whose team? My dream. My team. This is Rams house. Who's house? Rams house. Who's house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Gonna play, reviewing the booth. We all wanna know now what the Rams gonna do. The clock's still ticking, it's getting kinda scary. Do it for a two-pop throw a Hail Mary. It's more than a game, it's a lifestyle. For my team, I can say that it's worthwhile. All the fans in the stands, I can see them. When the Rams take the field in the Coliseum, this is our house, this is our dream. In the NFC West, we the best team. It's fourth down, let's get back to action. I love the city of What's happening? Rams house. Whose house? Rams house. Whose house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Whose team? My dream. My team. Rams house. Whose house? Rams house. Whose house? My team, my house. This is whose team? My team. Whose team? My dream. My team. A massive thank you to Mike Nice for letting me play that song for all you guys here. Make sure you guys follow Mike everywhere on Instagram, Twitter. Just search Mike Nice. That's M-I-C-N-I-C-E. You can also search him on YouTube. His music is available everywhere you want to find music. You guys know where to find music. iTunes, Google Play, whatever it happens to be. Uh, but that is going to do it for the first half. On the other side, we've got fan quesos. So don't go anywhere. For the latest news, player updates, and information, go to Elite NFC West. The team at Elite brings a mixture of personalities to the table. With Smitty's live Q&As, you get the chance to have your football questions personally answered right there on the spot, as well as throw down with some of the most knowledgeable admins of each team in the West. From video blogs to stats, prediction, historical facts, and yes, even trash talk, Elite NFC West has you covered. Like us on Facebook today and represent. Now is the time to get your voice heard. Sports War Radio is now accepting applications for driven and knowledgeable sports fans who want to start their very own podcast about their favorite team. Sports War Radio has an international audience and is growing fast. Don't miss the chance to become the go-to news source for your favorite team. Email sportswarradio at gmail.com and tell us why you would be a great addition to our team. Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. This program is simulcast on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Go to ratpacksports.com for more information. Welcome to Sports War Radio, the premier all-encompassing sports radio talk on the web. Sports War Radio has something for every fan of every sport. Get the fan perspective on all of the news surrounding your favorite teams. Don't miss any of the action. Follow Sports War Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Catch all of the action at Spreaker.com slash 
Sports War Radio. Remember, folks, Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. And now back to the Rams Showcase with your host, Sheriff Joe Baggs. And welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. If you have not already, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all the social media platforms. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. And also subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, make sure you guys also give uh, give Mike Nice a, a follow on Twitter over there, at Mike Nice, M-I-C-N-I-C-E. Uh, we've got some awesome fan cases for you guys, so uh, we're going to go ahead and hop right in. These, this uh, first one here comes from MJ, who wants who <laughs> who wants to know who is going to be MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, there's uh, I was looking at the bets, obviously uh, the prop bets, because uh, those are the most fun thing about the Super Bowl, I- unless your team's playing in it, and then the game is the most fun thing. Uh, but for years, it's been the prop bets for me. I love the prop bets, uh, but. Who's going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl? I'm going to say that it's going to be someone weird. We're not going to get your standard, you know, uh, it's not going to be, you know, just your Tom Brady, your Jared Goff, your your Togger. It's not going to be one of them. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go ahead and say that the MVP of Super Bowl 53 is wide receiver Josh Reynolds. I'm doing it. Okay. And I have a reasoning for you. Okay. I'm backing myself up here. So... Uh, the Patriots are notorious for taking away what you do best. What is it the Rams do best? Use everybody in the offense besides Josh Reynolds. And basically what that means is, uh, obviously, Josh Reynolds is not the number one target in the Rams offense. The Rams have Todd Gurley in the backfield, obviously Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. The Patriots are going to take these guys away, and they're going to be focused on taking this, these guys away. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Josh Reynolds gets, you know, two two receiving touchdowns and like 127 yards. And that is going to lead to him being the Super Bowl MVP for the Rams, who are going to win this game, I believe. I, that's, uh, that, I, I can't just sit here and say that the Rams aren't going to win this game. You know what I mean? This is Rams showcase. So I have to, I, I have to just go under the assumption the Rams are going to win this game. If the, if the Patriots did, then I would give it to just Tom Brady. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, MJ also wants to know, uh, can you or anyone else get me free tickets to the Super Bowl? Come on, Joe, help me out. Uh, dude, okay, I wish I could, because you're a hardcore fan, you live in Georgia, I think it's perfect, I think you should absolutely be going to this game, uh, let me call my people, and I'll, I'll see what I can do, I cannot make any promises, though, to send you to the Super Bowl, but how cool would that have been for, like, a, a, a giveaway, some Super Bowl tickets, maybe in the future, maybe I'll be able to, to pull that off, but... Uh, not right now. Not right now. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in the in an area where I can give away Super Bowl tickets. Uh, but oh, speaking of giving away stuff, uh, this next live that I do, which will be before the Super Bowl, uh, the winner of that one will actually get the first Ram Showcase T-shirt, the very first one. I'm not sure exactly when the order will be done, uh, but it will be done this off season for sure. I'm making T-shirts, making hats, making koozies beer koozies because you got to keep your beer cold and what better way to do that than to also promote your favorite rams podcast ram showcase with sheriff joe bags um but uh, i'll see what i can do mj if i if i come across some tickets uh they're yours man and as i said people think i'm weird some people think i'm weird saying if i had a chance to go to the super bowl would i just would i go and Obviously, it's like it could be a once in a lifetime kind of experience. We don't know how the, if the Rams are going to get there again in my lifetime. I have no idea. But you guys can call me lame for this all you want to. Uh, but I think I'd rather watch it out here with my squad. I've been watching with these guys the whole year. We had such an amazing year. I feel like it's a situation where we all go or none of us go. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I've been. I've been made fun of for this, but you know what? I just, I, I, I would, I want to be with those dudes. You know what I mean? I just want to be with them. I want to be with all my friends. I, I'll just name them for you guys. It's, it's Aaron, Aaron, who's, he's, uh, the, he's been basically with me the longest out here. Uh, we've, we've been, uh, Rams fan friends for, for a while now. Dude is awesome. Great dude. His wife, Misty, just incredible people. And, uh, I would want to watch it with him for sure. And then uh, Tim, who came in 
I, I met him at a liquor store. I was just wearing a Rams hat and he was like, dude, I don't know where to watch the game. So we started hanging out and then Tyler joined, Seth joined, Alan joined. It's just been an incredible time hanging out with these guys. So uh, all the, the, the video of us losing our minds, that's us. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I want to watch it with them. So even if I could go to the Super Bowl, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. And uh, you can call me lame if you want to, but squad over something. I don't know. That that sentence really fell apart really quick. Uh, next question here comes from Joey. Can Rams defensive front get to Tom Brady? Who will be on Gronk? Will Todd Gurley play better? Uh, so can the Rams defensive front get to Tom Brady? Absolutely. They definitely have the firepower to do that. And with a defensive coordinator in Wade Phillips who has played against the Patriots and Tom Brady plenty of times, I think he kind of has an understanding, at least better than most of uh, most of us do as far as the Rams, you know, coaches. Uh, I, I think he's got a solid understanding of how to attack Tom Brady. And I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to see some some good stuff out of uh, out of Wade Phillips' defense in this game. Uh, who will be on Gronk? I think it's going to be... I, I don't think there's going to be one player on Gronk. I think it's going to be a, a team effort, depending on just where he's lined up. But honestly, I, I'm, I'm definitely worried about this matchup, and uh, Gronk can absolutely take this game over if he wants. So uh, that's going to be a scary thing. So the Rams have to make sure that he doesn't do that. You know what I mean? Uh, will Todd Gurley play better? I mean, I'm sure he will. This is the, you know, this is the Super Bowl. This is it. This is the, this is, this is the, this is the dance. This is what you work for. You know, uh, the, the regular season, I don't throw out anything that happened in the regular season. I don't ever do that. I think that the regular season is still important. I think it's still awesome. I think doing in, in, and achieving things in the regular season is still important and matters. Uh, but this is obviously the Super Bowl. You want to be able to to show out in these ones. These, these are the games that the highlights are going to be shown for years. The touchdowns could be iconic enough that they're on commercials for the NFL for years to come. So uh, this is definitely all eyes are, are on the Rams and the Patriots. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time. And I'm assuming Todd Gurley will play better. Uh, there's going to be obviously a lot of different factors. And uh, what those factors are, are uh, what are the Patriots trying to take away from from the Rams in their offense? So it's going to be an interesting one to watch for sure. Let's see here. Uh, next one here from Tyler. Who do you think shines more, CJ or Todd? Love Todd's team mindset, but he's got to be heated with a chip uh, over his own play. Uh, yeah, I think he's probably frustrated. He, last week, I mean, he was obviously extremely excited that the Rams were able to make it to the Super Bowl, but... Uh, I think you could tell he was a little frustrated with himself and possibly the coaches. I don't know. I think it's more, I think knowing Todd Gurley and seeing how he's interacted for so long, uh, I think he's probably just frustrated with himself and that he wasn't able to, uh, to really get that going. You know what I mean? So, so I, I think Todd is definitely just mad at himself and I think he's going to be absolutely ready to play in this game. Uh, Tyler, again, uh, what's your biggest has to happen to stop? to stop Brady the front or DBs it's got to be the DBs uh last week watching the 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 Patriots and Chiefs game you know Tom Brady was absolutely just throwing some darts in there and uh if the Rams don't have even if you do have perfect coverage you still got to be looking for that ball and uh he can still put it in some some spots that are uh, it's amazing you know um uh Tom Brady gets a lot of uh flack for his style uh which is a lot of dink and dunk uh, but he's also extremely accurate, and I, I wouldn't put him, I wouldn't say he's the GOAT personally. I would say that's Drew Brees. I, I think that Drew Brees has kind of seen some arm fatigue. That's why he hasn't played well uh, late in the season and into the playoffs, but I think Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback to ever play this game, and, you know, 5K seasons, he just drops them like they're nothing, and that's amazing, you know? Uh, so uh, as far as Brady, you know, he was, he was he's an extremely accurate quarterback, and, and one of the big things about Brady is when he makes a decision and sees something open up, he fires it. Uh, there's no second thought, and that's that comes with his experience. And uh, I think that for the Rams, you have to mind your P's and Q's on the, on in the defensive secondary. So I think it's going to be huge. Uh, but also, you have to keep keep your eye on everything underneath because that's where they like to go. So if you're going to get interceptions on Tom Brady, you got to be spying something and hope that he doesn't see that you're spying that and just able. And you got to got to be able to jump it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I think it's going to be big on the defensive backs to to perform in this game. Um, and obviously the pressure comes into play as well, but 
You know, as I think that uh, our secondary is going to need a, a big game if we want to uh, slow down Tom Brady and uh, the Patriots, who are clearly right now statistically the best team in in the playoffs. They've been the best team throughout the playoffs already so far. So it'll be a tough matchup for the Rams for sure. Uh, these next few come from Adrian. It's fourth and goal on the one yard line with a minute 30 to go. Now Rams are down by three. Do you go for it or do you play it safe and go for the field goal? I go for this. Okay, if it's fourth and goal, and I'm assuming you mean it's like at the one, because if it's at like the nine, you got to kick the field goal. Uh, but if if it's at the one yard line, you gotta you gotta go up, man. You gotta go up by four and force the Patriots to need a touchdown and not a field goal. Uh, we've seen this plenty of times <laughs> that that you need to force them to need the to need the touchdown, not the field goal. Otherwise, they're just gonna gonna do it. They're just gonna do the thing. So. And if you tie the game up at three and then you give, what would that be? You know, a minute 25 left to, to the Patriots and Tom Brady to move pro- realistically only, only 35 yards. Then I think that's too much time. So you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta go for it, man. Uh, next one here. If the Rams front seven can eliminate the run and make the Patriots offense one dimensional, how do you like the Rams chances to win at all? Okay. I'll just, I'll just preface this with, I like the Rams chances to win this game. I was actually, like, uh, I know that rooting for other games and even, I mean, obviously rooting for the Rams doesn't mean that they're going to win, but uh, uh, we do that because that's our team. But I didn't have a, a rooting interest in the, the Chiefs and Patriots game. I didn't care at that point. It's like, hey, well, we're in the Super Bowl. Someone's going to show up to Atlanta with us and we got to we got to show up and win. So uh, I, I, I like the, the Rams' chances to win this game. I was actually thinking about it, though, during that game as I was watching it. I was like, I don't know if the Rams can do this again to the Chiefs, like with what they did on that Monday night game. So I was kind of just hoping that it would be the Patriots over the Chiefs, uh, and that's what we got. And I, I think that this can happen for the Rams. I absolutely think it can happen. So I'll preface it with that. If the Rams can make the, the Patriots one-dimensional, their chances absolutely explode. The one thing to note, uh, the Rams have been playing amazing against the run, have only given up an average of 49 yards uh, uh, per game throughout the playoffs, only 99 yards given up, or uh, 98 yards given up. And the Patriots, though, against the run, have only given up 60 rushing yards in the last two games. 60 total rushing yards against two teams that have really strong running games. I mean, the, the Chiefs obviously lost a big part of their running game, uh, with Kareem Hunt leaving, uh, but the the Chargers and and Melvin Gordon strong run game weren't able to get it going, and the Chiefs just got nothing on the ground. I think they had like 19 yards or something. It was ridiculous. So uh, I think either of these teams has the power to make the other one dimensional, and if if either of these teams can make the other one dimensional, their chances explode. And so it can be the Rams because the Rams have been playing really well against the run as well. Uh, but it could be the Patriots because they've been playing even better against the run. Uh, so, uh, but we all saw that with the Cowboys. They, you know, they came in with a really strong run defense and we just tore them up. That's possible to happen to either of these teams, I would say. Uh, you know, I think that the, the Rams run defense has obviously improved greatly since the postseason began. Uh, but if the Rams aren't able to kind of get that, keep that going, then then and get gashed, then obviously the Patriots' chances blow up there. So uh, both of these teams have the power to do what you're saying, which is make a one, make the offense, uh, the opposing offense, one dimensional. So who's it going to be? Is is it going to be either of them? You know, so it's going to be an interesting one to wa- to watch. But uh, the Rams' front seven, I do like against the 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 front of the Patriots so we're just gonna have to watch how it unfolds and it's gonna be awesome I think this game no matter what I don't think I don't see any way that this game isn't decided in the final two minutes points are being scored in the final two minutes of this game that are going to determine the winner like absolutely Uh, next question here from Adrian how good does it feel making a Super Bowl edition for Rams showcase I gotta say man it feels pretty darn good I feel pretty amazing about this. Uh, it's been a fun season. Uh, last season was a whole lot of fun too. Uh, I've loved doing Ram Showcase even in in the four and twelve season. I thought it was fun. Uh, I covered the whole year, you know, the the off season into the into the regular season and everything. So uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a great time, and uh, I've been definitely busy. Uh, it's keeping me very busy, but it's good stuff. I'm I'm excited. Um, this is going to be next week is going to even be more fun. 
This one, I'm not sure it's totally hit me yet that the Rams are in the Super Bowl. I might cry at any given second. I just hope I'm not doing anything important when that happens, when it does hit me that the Rams are in the Super Bowl. And uh, I think that's a lot to do with because I, I have to look at everything so so analytically. You know, I have to I have to study stats. And I have to to look at things. And you know, there's not a lot of times that I get to just be a fan. And there are times that that does get to happen where I just get to watch something or do something. And I just get to be a fan for a little bit. And that I think is when it'll hit me. So maybe I'll re rewatch behind the grind, and because uh, that's when I get to just be a fan. I don't have to analyze the show or anything like that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it hits me soon. Because uh, you know, I, I like it's it's slowly coming in. It's yeah, I get hit with like little tiny waves. I'm waiting for that huge tidal wave to come at me. Uh, next one here. If you don't hate the Patriots and you don't care for a revenge win, uh, but did you ever? Or I know you don't hate the Patriots and you don't care for a revenge win, but did you ever think that the Brady and Belichick era started against the Rams and could possibly end against the Rams, and that Goff McVay era will will take off if they win? Not saying that they aren't already a great combo. Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely that's definitely can crossed my mind, and you know this is it's an interesting storyline, uh, no matter how thin it is, and that's that's the truth. It's just a thin storyline that this is a revenge game because. Uh, we're not even in the same city that that happened. You know what I mean? We don't have any of the same players, none of the same coaches, not the same city. Uh, we don't even have the same. We're not going to be wearing the same uh, color uniforms or horns on the helmet. This game is different, and this game is very, very not a revenge game. It's not a rematch by any stretch. Um, the only there's there are some coaches for the Patriots, and I think the only player would be Tom Brady uh, that's returning. So. Uh, as far as a revenge game, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe that this is necessarily a revenge game. But I have considered the fact that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are still there. Uh, their their reign of terror began against the Rams, and we get to take we get to our shot to take to take them out again. That's a that's the thing. It's like we, we they entered that game, and you know the Rams were like fourteen point favorites. We they everybody thought we were gonna blow up on them, and we can talk about other aspects of that game, but uh, you know the, that that started off. That was like the catalyst for this amazing dynasty. That uh, you have to respect it. I don't care if you hate the Patriots or not. You have to respect it. And uh, what other sports team has been able to to last this long in relevancy and dominance? So it's amazing, and I would love to see you know this this Goff and McVay combo you know, be talked about as, as the next good one. And they can be together for a very long time, which is even more exciting. Uh, next one here. Let's go to Rams practice and tackle everyone video recording the Rams practices. Not this time, Bill. Not this time. Not up in here. Yeah, I'm totally with you, man. Um, if, if you do see anybody, even just with a video camera, uh, uh, cell phone, uh, cell phones have cameras, uh, just t just grab it out of their hands and smash it. And then if you can, just take the memory cards. Just steal everybody's memory cards. Uh, take phones, GoPros. I don't even care. Just take them all and smash them all, okay? And uh, before anybody actually does this, uh, I'm not being serious, okay? I just, I just had like a flash of like legal stuff flashing in front of my eyes. Like, you did tell these guys, <laughs> you did tell your fans to just smash people's cell phones if they're around the Rams facilities. Don't do that. Uh, let's see here. If the Rams win, you're driving down for the parade, man. If the Rams win, I might get arrested. It's like <laughs> I might, I might be f like flying from light poles and stuff. I just, I don't know. I don't know how my reaction is going to be. I don't know if I'm just going to lose my mind and light a car on fire, or if I'm just going to sit quietly and just cry. I have no idea how I'm going to react if the Rams are able to pull this game off. Uh, so, so I don't know, man. I might be in jail. Uh, so I may not be able to make it to that. And then uh, just let it sink in. The Rams are in the mother-father Super Bowl. I had to edit that for you, Adrian. <laughs> the Super Bowl. I have not. I can't say it enough. I've said the word Super Bowl more this in like the last few days than I've ever said it in my life. Uh, these next few questions here come from Jay. Uh, it says uh, for starts it with uh, we are now fans of the Super Bound or Super Bowl Bound Los Angeles Rams baby yeah I'm I'm loving it this is a good time this is, I'm having the this is like my life is peaking right now guys I don't know about you guys 
Um, this is probably the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I've seen some pretty cool situations go down in my lifetime with me personally. This is the best. And it's like not even my own accomplishments. It's like I'm, I'm so emotionally tied to these, this group of guys that their accomplishments are like making grown men tear up. And that's, that's beautiful to be honest with you guys. Uh, so first question here from Jay, which two players from both sides of the ball will be vital to the Rams success in the Super Bowl and why? Uh, I already mentioned one. I think Josh Reynolds is going to be a huge part of this game. And that's because the Patriots do everything in their power. They change their defensive scheme like every single week, depending on who they're playing. They do everything in their power to slow down your biggest weapons. That's Todd Gurley. That's Robert Woods. That's Brandon Cooks and CJ Anderson. So I think that Josh Reynolds is going to have a, an opportunity in this game. And I think he can absolutely handle it. I think that he's developing. He get he seems to be getting better every single week. Um, so he's de- definitely developing. Uh, the next one, I will say that it's going to be Todd Gurley uh, for the offense. So Todd Gurley has to get something going on the ground. The Rams have to get something going on the ground. And obviously Todd Gurley being who he is, he's expected to be that guy that's going to be able to carry this team on, on, the, on the ground attack. So it's definitely going to be important. On the defensive side, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Nikel Roby Coleman. And that this has nothing to do with the championship game, but Nikel Roby Coleman, because he's going to be defending inside a lot on guys like Edelman and Gronk. I think that he's going to be a very uh, important piece in the secondary on making sure that those inside routes, those seam routes are not completed, which obviously is going to also come down to the safeties where John Johnson and Marcus Joyner will be. So it's going to be very critical there. And then uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Aaron Donald, and that's because, you know, a lot of focus gets put on him, but the biggest thing with Aaron Donald is, is, is even though they're focused on you, can you still disrupt a game? And that's been able, that he, he's proven that before, uh, and this is the biggest stage. So I think that's, that's going to be key. Let's see here. Number two, what defense, uh, should we play more against the Pats? Man, zone, Okay, so this it's got to be a big mix, and you got to try to disguise it as best you can. That's something that the Rams did really well from the second quarter on in the NFC Championship game against Drew Brees. It started not just showing them what you're running, and that's going to be huge in this one. You have to try to trip up Tom Brady. He's a very smart quarterback. He's been playing this game for a very long time at a very high level in a very pressure situations. so you have to make sure that you try to trip him up. Uh, something that we've seen the Rams be able to do to different uh, really solid quarterbacks throughout the year. So uh, that just needs to continue. So it's going to need to be a mix. Uh, but I really like this team in zone coverage uh, against the Patriots. That's what I'll say. And a third question here from Jay. I'm focusing on the pass rush of the Pats against our O-line. Goff seems to get flustered and throw errant balls with pressure. Thoughts? Yeah, so uh, this has definitely been a historic thing for Goff. Uh, he has trouble, especially when pressure comes right up the middle, right up in his face. That That's his weakness. And uh, I think that something we saw last week uh, in overtime was Goff absolutely clutch out and make some incredible plays under pressure uh, in, in overtime. And, you know, it was – that was some – that that pass to to Higby that went to the right side, I I've never seen anything like that from Goff. That was absolutely incredible, and I think that Goff, if he can play like that and have that mindset, then I think we're going to be okay. I definitely think we're going to be okay. But I, I'm definitely thinking that the Rams try to help that out by doing a lot of screens, some draws, stuff like that, try to slow down that pass rush a little bit. Number four here from Jay, uh, will the stadium be more Rams fans or and anti-Patriots or vice versa? Uh, you know what? I'm, I think that the, the stadium is gonna, it's gonna be obviously a, a super mix. You know, this is the Super Bowl. A lot of people that are going aren't Patriots or Rams fans. Uh, I think that the Rams might have the advantage here though. And, uh, I think that if there's any Atlanta fans that are gonna be there, I think they're super pro Rams right now. They were able to knock out the Saints. So, uh, I think that that's, I think if I had to t- take a swing, I will say that it's going to be like 55-45 Rams that, that will hear the cheers. Uh, it's going to be very, very even though, especially in a neutral field like this. Number five, does playoff Sue and Fowler's emergence continue or will frustration and incompetence come out with Brady's ability to get the ball out quickly? So I think, uh, you know, Sue's been playing absolutely incredible in the playoffs. It's been really fun to watch. 
Uh, and Fowler has definitely, he had his best game last week in a NFC championship game. Uh, so, you know, this is going to be another one of those teams that you need to press their receivers. You need to get on them at the line and force Brady to hold that ball a little bit longer because that's why he's been, you know, healthy for most of his career. He's been to like in his seasons of starting, he's been like 50% of the time he makes a Super Bowl. And it's because he stays healthy and he stays upright. Uh, he does get some help, some preferential, you know, treatment sometimes, but uh, we can't let that happen in this game. We just got to hit them. We got to do our thing and play some Rams football. And 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 I think pressing the receivers, forcing them to hold on to that ball a little bit more, a little longer, uh, will definitely help our uh, our cause here. Uh, six from Jay. I wasn't even going to answer this one, but I'll 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 do it for you, Jay. Uh, that damn elephant in the room again. That will that non-call pi taint the Super Bowl win for us? I say no. We earned that stuff. Edited. Uh, so okay. So uh, I don't think it will, and I think that's because I think overall in the national media, people are understanding that that game was just officiated very poorly from start to finish, not just on one play. Uh, I think Saints fans will solely say that we shouldn't have been there. Uh, and if the Rams lose this game, Saints fans are going to lose their minds saying that they would have won all this stuff. Uh, if it's a close win, then Saints fans are going to lose their minds. The only way that we can get this topic off of this completely is if the Rams blow out the Patriots. And I'm not sure if that's going to happen. It very well could happen, but we just got to wait and see, man. Just got to wait and see. And then seven, when, in parentheses here, the Rams shock the world and win two Sundays from now, Will your uh, update? <laughs> uh, will you update your show name to your Super Bowl champions Ram Showcase? Uh, no, I won't. Uh, it's it's just going to stay Ram Showcase. Uh, the beauty is okay. So no matter who wins this game, if it's if the Rams win this game, uh, the beauty is we all just start over, and that's what I love the most about sports. Is you know the Rams win the Super Bowl, we celebrate. It's awesome. But then everybody, all the coaches, they, they go back to work. They start planning the draft and they, it never ends. It's amazing. That's the best part. So, uh, if, if there was ever a point where they were going to say, this is the very last season of football, this is it, you know, then the, the NFL is going to end after this year. That one would be one where I would maybe put that and then obviously never be able to post again because it'd be over. But, um, no, I, I might change my, my profile picture on the Ram Showcase page for a little bit, but uh, I don't think I would go uh, changing names. Uh, Frank wants to know, uh, how are they going to stop that lumberjack-looking dude named Edelman? Uh, this is uh, Edelman's a very talented player, and it's uh, he's a frustrating player because he is so talented, and uh, he's, got, he's also got a little bit of that attitude and his weird squinty eyes and his big beard and stuff. He's kind of a weird-looking guy, but... Uh, super talented, and I, I think to stop him, it's it's it starts with Brady and getting pressure on him, and that's jamming Edelman at the line, not letting him go where he wants to go. And you know you have five yards to push him off that path, and if you don't, then chances are he's going to get to where he wants and and complete some passes and make some catches and stuff because he's really good at that. Uh, Got to watch the sidelines against the Patriots, sidelines and seams, man, that's their jam. Sidelines and seams. No, so that's where the the Rams are just going to need to know that they like to do that and just try to take that away. Uh, it's not going to be taken away. This is going to be a very high-scoring game, I believe, and uh, we're going to see a lot of different things. So uh, I think Edelman's going to be a big weapon for the Patriots, but we got to see if the Rams can, can overcome that. The next one here comes from Jesse. Will uh, linebackers be able to guard the running backs out of the backfield, not let Brady, a.k.a. Captain Checkdown, dink and dunk, uh, dink and dunk us to death? Um, you know, that's going to be an interesting uh, thing to watch in this game is going to be uh, how the linebackers handle those guys out of the backfield. Last week, we didn't necessarily do a great job of of containing those running backs out of the backfield. But at the same time, that, w- that came from guys like John Franklin Myers being manned up with Alvin Kamara. So uh, we're going to have to see some some more attacking. And that was one thing I, I did see in my rewatch of the game is that the Rams just there was times where the linebackers just didn't attack hard enough, where if they would have just hit the gap could have you know slowed some things down but that's what we're going to need to see in this game for sure because uh you know sony michelle absolutely talented back uh jordan we got the georgia bulldog running backs going head to head here so uh gonna be gonna be fun but they definitely are weapons out of the backfield so we'll have to watch that for sure next one here from jesse what is your favorite super bowl prop bet for example in the coin toss 
Will the coin toss be heads or tails, or what's the over-under? How many times Romo predicts the play? Uh, my favorite prop bet every single year that I always put money on is uh, is actually what color Gatorade will be dumped over the winning head coach's head. Like what coach, or like what, what color is going to be, is the coach going to be doused in? That's my favorite one. And I, it's usually yellow. It's usually the lemon lime, which happens to be my favorite Gatorade, but uh, I, I always bet blue depending on the teams playing. So this one, I'm betting blue. I'm betting blue, and I'm going to say that uh, Sean McVay gets doused in blue. And uh, hopefully that would, be an image of, that would be an image of burns in my brain. I would never forget watching that. Uh, Mike wants to know, were you born last time the Rams went to the Super Bowl? That was only 17 years ago. I am 27 years old. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was 10 years old. Uh, last time the Rams went to the Super Bowl I was eight when they won the Super Bowl. So, uh, as far as being born, yes, I was born. Um, but as far as fully appreciating and being able to understand, uh, what was going on, no, I, I wasn't born in football yet. I, I, I knew football. I understood football. I was watching football. I liked it, but I didn't understand like the gravity of the situation. I didn't understand that. It's super hard to get there. And in my mind, when the Rams lost the Super Bowl, it was like, okay, well, you know, they were just there. Like, because keep in mind, I'm 10 years old. Like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, they were just there a couple years ago. Like, I'm sure they'll be back soon. And 17 years later, we're finally back. And I'm like, actually covering the Rams now. And I'm in school to do sports stuff, you know. So, um, I didn't, I wasn't able to, I wasn't old enough to appreciate it. But now I definitely am. Uh, Jason wants to know, you are Bill Belichick. Oof. Uh, what are your offensive and defensive matchups you like the best? On the defensive side for the Patriots, what I like is the run game. Uh, are the, the Patriots defensive, like running defense against the Rams running attack? And because that's, they've only given up an average of 30 yards a game in the playoffs. So I like that. Uh, what I don't like is the passing attack because the Rams can attack from all over the place through the air. Uh, as far as offense, uh, what I like on the Patriots side is Gronk and who is going to match up with them. There's nobody physically uh, like who's physically built to handle Gronk uh, as far in coverage for the Rams. So that's, that's what I like there. Uh, also same question, but now you're Sean McVay. So on the Rams side, I like the passing game. I know Stefan Gilmore has done an amazing job, absolutely outstanding player at corner, but I think that the Rams being able to attack in so many different levels and the the misdirection that they offer, I think that that is a huge plus for the Rams. And what I don't like is the run game. As far as the defensive side of the football, I would say that I like the Rams' ability to stop the run as well. I think we're going to see a lot of run stuffing, but but people being able to throw. And uh, it's going to come down to the corners, which team's corners really step up and, and shut the other team down. Next one here from Jason. What do you think is more likely... Uh, by the Rams, 40 pass attempts or 40 running plays. I'm going to go ahead and say 40 passing attempts, and that's simply because I don't think we're going to see a, a, a rusher go over 100 yards in this game. I think that there could be 100 yards rushing by a team, but I don't think we're going to see a 100-yard rusher. So uh, I think that the, the Rams are going to be in a situation with the Patriots where you're needing to score, you're needing to put up points from like from drive to drive, I can absolutely see Goff throwing for like 42, 43 times in this game. And then uh, last one here comes from Edward. Uh, Since Brady's experience in the NFL, he tends to get rid of the ball fast. What do the Rams need to do to get uh, to get Brady and make him spend more time with the ball? Uh, First of all, that's going to be there's a couple of things. Obviously, Uh, it's not just one thing that you do in that situation. But what the Rams need to do is is make sure that they have good coverage and strong coverage and are bumping guys within those five yards. If the Rams are are definitely, you know, if they're getting getting those those receivers off of their routes early, then Tom Brady might have to go to different reads, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And that buys time for the Rams pass rushers. Uh, the Rams pass rushers, are, they can attack from a few different places. Obviously, Dante Fowler's done a pretty good job, especially in the playoffs. Uh, Samson Abucom has uh, an amazing motor, and he can come from the outside as well. But then interior, you've got Aaron Donald and and Dominican Sue, who's this postseason is playing his best football as a Ram, which is kind of a bummer because now that shows that he was going kind of on cruise control for most of the year. Uh, So that's why I don't like that. But 
uh, Aaron Donald up the middle, and then you do have the ability to have, you know, other blitzers. You know, Mark Barron is, is a decent blitzer. Uh, Corey Littleton does a really good job playing at the line of scrimmage. So uh, that's going to be definitely some stuff to watch. And uh, I think that the Rams are going to be able to get, you know, some pressure on Tom Brady, but uh, you have to have really, really strong coverage on the back end at the same time. It's not one or the other like you can do with most teams because uh, Tom Brady's really accurate and he makes decisions really quickly. So it's going to definitely come down to that. Uh, that is going to do it for my fan quesos, though. Thank you guys all for asking those. Uh, next week is going to be an awesome episode. We're going to have an actual Super Bowl preview, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it's, don't, make sure you guys don't miss that one. Make sure. Make sure you guys are liking the Ram Showcase Facebook page. Like the Rams Showcase everywhere and follow. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. And, of course, the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe. Just search Ram Showcase on youtube and you can follow me as well at sheriff joe bags on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash sheriff joe bags pretty simple right all your favorite social media cover cover um, but that is going to do it for me uh, i am sheriff joe bags this is ram showcase on sports war radio for those of you that aren't rams fans our thoughts and prayers are with you For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have a great night.